You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. So after securing the land of Fadak from the Jews, what does the Prophet do with this land? He receives revelation from Jibra'il, Ya Rasulullah, give this land to Fatima. And the Prophet has a document written to get to record this gift. He has an official document written in order to make it official that this land belongs to Lady Fatima alayhi salam. And then verse 26 of Surah Al-Isra is revealed. Verse 26 of Surah Al-Isra states, وَآتِذَ الْقُرْبَى حَقَّهِ Ya Rasulullah, give your next of kin, your relative, his right, her right, their right. What is this verse talking about? I would like to share with you my dear brothers and sisters, many Sunni sources that clearly state verse 26 of Surah Al-Isra has to do with the land of Fadak. For instance, Ibn Hajar Al-Asqalani in his book Al-Matalib Al-Aliyah, he narrates a hadith from Abu Sa'id Al-Khudari, one of the companions of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He says, When this verse was revealed in Surah Al-Asra, verse 26, give your relative their right. Fatima. The Prophet summoned Fatima. He called on Fatima. And he gave her Fadak. Ibn Hajar al-Asqalani narrates this. A second Sunni source, Ash-Shawkani, in his book of Tafsir, Fath al-Qadir, he also narrates this same hadith from Abu Sa'id al-Khudari. Da'a Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Fatima fa'ataha Fadak. He gave her the land of Fadak. Ibn Murduway narrates another hadith from Ibn Abbas. The previous hadiths were from Abu Sa'id al-Khudari. This hadith is from Ibn Abbas. Ibn Abbas narrates when this verse was revealed in Surah Al-Asra, أَقْطَعَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ فَاطِمَ فَدَكْ The Prophet ﷺ, he gave Fadak to Fatima. As-Suyuti, in his famous tafsir, Ad-Durr al-Manthur, he also narrates this hadith from Abu Sa'id al-Khudari. He says that the Prophet ﷺ gave her the land of Fadak. Al-Alusi was also a well-known Sunni scholar of tafsir. He mentions the same hadith from Abu Sa'id al-Khudari that the Prophet gave Fatima the land of Fadak. We have multiple, multiple sources in Sunni works of hadith and tafsir and in our Shia works that when the Prophet secured the land of Fadak, from the, from the Jewish Fadakis after Khaybar, Allah commanded him to give this land to Lady Fatima Now Ibn Kathir or Ibn Kuthair, 
the famous Sunni um, historian, he has an objection. He says, we have a problem with this hadith because Surah Al-Isra is Mecca. It was revealed in Mecca. The story of Khaybar and Fadak happened in Medina around year 6-7 of the Hijrah. So how can we accept that verse 26 of Surah Al-Isra is about Fadak when Surah Al-Isra was revealed in Mecca, not Medina? How would you respond to this objection? Any thoughts? He's making uh, a seemingly valid objection. All scholars agree. We even Shias, we agree. Surah Al-Isra was revealed in Mecca. Whereas verse 26, that all these hadiths are talking about, is about Fadak. Fadak came after Mecca, came in Medina. So Ibn Kuthair is trying to doubt this hadith that the Prophet gave the land of Fadak to Fatima by saying that the chronology is doubtful. We have a chronological, logistical aspect here. Surah Al-Isra is Mecca. So how can it apply to the land of Fadak? How would you respond to this objection? Any ideas? Maybe it was revealed um, for one reason, but then something came up in Medina where everyone remembered that ayah and said, wow, it's as if this was revealed for this as well in Medina. But, but the hadiths that talk about verse 26 of Surah Al-Isra, they are saying that when Allah revealed verse 26, the Prophet gave the land of Fadak to Fatima. So the hadiths, even in Sunni sources, they seem to indicate that the verse was revealed on the occasion of Fadak. Not that it was revealed before and then the people were reminded of it. So maybe this ayah and some other ayahs of Surah Al-Isra were Madani? Exactly. So one way of responding to this objection is the following. We say, look, it's very common for a surah to be Mecca and for some of its verses to be revealed in Medina. All scholars accept that. Sunni, Shia scholars, we accept that this happens in the Quran. For instance, as Suyuti, the famous Sunni scholar and exegete of the Quran, he says Surah Al-An'am was revealed where? Does anyone know where Surah Al-An'am was revealed? Is it Mecca or Madani? It's Mecca, of course. It's Mecca, right? So as says, Surah Al-An'am is Mecca, except for three verses. Verses 151 and onwards, the, three, uh, the two verses after it, they were revealed in Medina. So it's common for a chapter to be revealed in Mecca and then for some other verses to be revealed later in Medina and then Allah would complete the chapter. This is very common. Now, specifically about Surah Al-Isra, you'd be uh, surprised to know that Sunni scholars have clearly stated many verses of Surah Al-Isra Isra were actually revealed in Medina. 
Yes, there are some Sunni scholars who've said it's a Mecki chapter, and you know they might indicate that all verses are Mecki, but not all Sunni scholars accept that. There are many Sunni scholars who have clearly stated there are Medani verses in Surah Al-Isra. I will mention here one example. Az-Zamakhshari is a very well-known Sunni scholar and exegete of the Quran. He says Surah Al-Isra is Mecki except for verses 26, 32, 33, 57, and then 73 to 80. He says these verses were revealed in Medina. And one of the verses that he mentions is 26, which is exactly the, the verse in question. So we have evidence from Sunni scholars that verse 26 was actually revealed in Medina. So that's how we respond to the objection of Ibn Kuthayr or Ibn Kathir. Any ideas or thoughts you'd like to share here? Yeah, so like so the Surah towards the end it talks about prayer, right? So I guess that one is Medani, right? Because it's about prayer. Yes, can you pull up that, uh, the, the, the number of the verse? Verse 78. Verse 78, right. So 73 to 80, according to many scholars, were revealed in Medina. And one reason why we know that Aqim al-Salata al-Shams is revealed in Medina because Salah was legislated where? Where did Salah become wajib on Muslims? Like the five daily prayers that we pray. Where did it become wajib? In Medina or Mecca? Medina. In Medina, exactly. So that's another good example that we have a Mecca surah, even though some of its verses can be revealed in Medina. So that's how we respond to objections like the one that Ibn Kuthir, Kuthir makes. Okay, so now the Prophet gifts this land to Lady Fatima Why does he gift her the land of Fadak? Number one, to repay Lady Khadija for all her financial contributions. Lady Khadija, as you all know, she gave everything that she had for Allah, for Islam, for the Prophet She was the wealthiest woman in Arabia. When she passed away, she had given all her wealth for the religion of Islam. Allah wanted Prophet Muhammad to repay Khadija. How did Allah repay Khadija? By giving the land of Fadak to her daughter Fatima. Now I have a question for you. How does giving the land of Fadak to Lady Fatima repay Khadija? What's the connection here? So it's because uh, Lady Fatima was the daughter of Khadija. Khadija, she um, gave a lot of her, gave most of her wealth to uh, Islam. Okay, she was the daughter of Lady Khadija, but what else must we add here? Did Khadija have other daughters at the time? No, only daughter. Exactly. Who was the only surviving daughter of Lady Khadija, year seven of the Hijrah? Lady Fatima. Lady Fatima All other daughters of Lady Khadija, what had happened to them? They had passed away. 
They had died. So the only surviving child of Lady Khadija at this time is who? Is Lady Fatima sallallahu alayha. So Allah wanted, now that the Prophet had all, you know, this money, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted this money to go to the heirs of Lady Khadija. To the waratha of Lady Khadija. To the surviving children of Lady Khadija. And that was Lady Fatima So that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave the land of Fadak to Lady Fatima to honor Lady Khadija Number two, the second reason why Allah gave Fadak to Lady Fatima is that Allah wanted Imam Ali and the Ahlul Bayt peace be upon them to have this land because Allah wanted the rulership to continue with them after the Prophet. This was what Allah wanted for this ummah, but of course they, they, they disobeyed Allah. Now, being leaders of this ummah requires heavy expenditures. The Prophet had prepared everything for Imam Ali. Even economically, the Prophet had a plan for Imam Ali. And this is exactly why Abu Bakr confiscated the land of Fadak from Lady Fatima. Because he knew that Ladakh, Fadak served as the economic backbone for the Ahlul Bayt. And he wanted to strip them from that. You know how much money Fadak had? According to some reports, Fadak generated 24,000 dinars per year. Some reports indicate 70,000 dinars. Now, just for reference, you could buy one sheep with one dinar. One sheep was one dinar at the time. So imagine 24,000 sheep or 70,000 sheep. How much money is that? That's a lot of money. That was the purchasing power at the time. Imam Ali salam also mentions the land of Fadak in one of his letters for those who try to dispute that the Prophet gave Fadak to Lady Fatima. Imam Ali salam actually mentions Fadak in one of his letters. This serves as a historic testament to anyone who doubts it. Uh, in a letter of Imam Ali salam to the governor of Basra, Uthman ibn Hunayf, Imam Ali salam told him, Bala kanat fi aydina fadak min kulli ma sama. The Imam says, The only thing we actually had from all that which the heavens, which the sky covers, was the land of fadak. Fashahat alayha nufusu But some people, because of their jealousy and their stinginess or their hatred they took it away from us you know the prophet did not leave any money behind because the prophet is not a king to leave money for his family the prophet left knowledge and guidance as inheritance for his family but the prophet wanted the ahlul bayt to also have an economic foundation so they could establish religious projects, they could help out the poor, they could serve Allah's religion, and they wouldn't need anyone. He gave them the land of Fatak. So Imam Ali says, The Imam says, the only thing we had in this dunya was the land of Fatak. But even that land, those enemies, they took it away from us. 
they could not see us, the Ahlul Bayt, having the land of Fadak. So in any case, Fatima was denied Fadak. And then when she was having that argument with Abu Bakr, you, are, you're, you probably are familiar with it at the masjid when that debate occurred between her and Abu Bakr. She told him, My, the, the Prophet gave me Fadak. He said, no, I don't accept that he gave you Fadak. She says, okay, you don't accept that he gifted it to me while he was alive. I'm the only inheritor. I'm his daughter. So this is my inheritance from my father. He says, no. Prophets don't leave inheritance behind them. She said, okay, it's in my hands. I own it. I have workers on the farmland of Fedek. They report to me. They work under me. I don't need to show you proof that it's mine. In Islamic law, if you have something in your possession, let's say you have an iPhone in your possession, right? Can I take you to court and say, hey, prove this is your phone? Otherwise, I'm not. I'm going to take take it from you. Islamically, no. you cannot do that. The judge will tell you, "Look, this phone is in his possession. He doesn't need proof that he owns it. You, the one who's claiming it's not his, you have to bring proof." Fatima told Abu Bakr, "Don't you all acknowledge that I have access to Fedek?" My workers are working the fields on Fedek. So I don't need proof that this land belongs to me. You need to show me proof that it's not mine. But he also refused. And he took the land of Fedek when he became Khalifa. And he kicked out all the workers in Fedek that were working for Lady Fatima. So in our biography discussion today, I just wanted to give you an overview of the land of Fedek. How after the victory of Khaybar, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the Prophet sallallahu to make peace with the people of Fedek and the Jews of Fedek, they gave this land to the Prophet sallallahu and the Prophet gave it to Lady Fatima sallallahu Any questions about Fedek? I have a question regarding um, at the time of the Prophet when people would own land, how did they um, document that a land was theirs? Did they write it down or was it just uh, word of mouth? Now, if someone was living on a piece of land, legally they did not need any evidence to prove that it was theirs. You did not need a deed to prove that it was yours as long as you were living on it and there was no dispute against you. However, the Quran and Islam did encourage people when they would buy or sell or take a loan to document it. So normally they would bring witnesses. If I bought, let's say, a piece of property, I would bring witnesses and I would tell them, please witness that I have bought this. And the Quran also does recommend people to document it. But not everyone documented it. Some people would document it. Some people would not document it. Now, the interesting thing is that when Abu Bakr challenged Lady Fatima, she did bring a document. She showed him the document. She said, here, here's the document that the Prophet gave me proving that Fadak is mine. But he refused. In, in fact, we have a narration that states when Abu Bakr saw the document, initially he accepted. 
This, this hadith is mentioned in our sources. So he's like, okay, I'll give you the land of Fadak because I, I have sufficient proof. Umar ibn al-Khattab comes in and he sees that Abu Bakr has given the land of Fadak to Lady Fatima. So he tells Abu Bakr, you've made a big mistake. Why did you give them the land of Fadak? And then Umar, he went to Lady Fatima and he took the document that Abu Bakr had written for her and he ripped it apart. We have this in our sources. Now, obviously, Sunnis may not accept you know, this report, but it is documented in our sources that finally Abu Bakr gave in and he wrote her a document that Fadak is yours because he saw all the pieces of evidence. But then Umar ibn al-Khattab, he tore it and he ripped it. So Fatima did actually have a document, but they still did not accept her claim, unfortunately. Thank you. You're welcome. Any other questions? Assalamu alaikum. Alaykum assalam wa rahmatullah. Um, regarding earlier, we said we know that there's some um, Mecca surahs that Mecca surahs that have um, Medini verses, right? Yes. But is there any Medini surahs that have Mecca verses as well, or no? Absolutely. We also have the opposite scenario. Sometimes some verses would be revealed in Mecca, and then later in Medina, Allah would reveal the entire chapter. Yes, we also have examples. If you look at the tafsir of the Quran, sometimes you'll see the scholars pointing that out. They'll tell you this surah is Madani. It was revealed in Medina, but some of its verses had been revealed earlier in Mecca. Yes, that is also the case.